Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. You are now listening to Tim and Julie Harris, and you are now part of what is the largest, uh, most listened to radio show specifically for agents, as far as I know, in the world. And I really sincerely appreciate um, all of you doing such a great job sharing our radio show with so many of your cohorts. And I would appreciate it if you'd continue to do so. It is tremendous fun for us doing this radio show for all of you um, because we are seeing and hearing the impact of it. Emails, calls, comments, all of you guys who are saying, why hasn't anyone told us this before? Why is no one else saying what you guys are saying? Why is it that I've been following this other path and, you know, now I realize why it hasn't been working like I expected it to work or like I was told in many cases it would work? You know, guys, here's the bottom line as far as what Julie and I are concerned and all of our coaches and all the folks that work for us is that we are agent-centric, which means, and this not, is not something brokers like for us to say, to be honest with you, which means everything we say, everything we do, everything we uh, coach you guys towards is going to be for the betterment of you, the individual practitioner. Everything else that's out there, as far as what's being uh, sold and taught to agents, is in essence supposed to primarily support the broker community. And there's nothing wrong with that fundamentally. Please don't misunderstand. We're not religiously opposed to being real estate brokers. Of course, we're not I mean, you know, their brokers are the backbone of the community, of the industry, really. But when it comes to uh, what our focus is, it's making you guys strong, agents, individual practitioners. It, that's our core strength, and that's really where our passion lies. And, and I don't use that word lightly. Anyone who knows me personally knows that I don't like to use that word when it comes to business because then you start to believe that you can only be successful when you're passionate. And you guys know, at least my longtime listeners and coaching clients know, I don't believe that's true. But yeah, we are absolutely passionate about helping you build your real estate businesses because I know what can come from it when you do it right, and I know what can come from it when you do it wrong. Julie, any thoughts? Yeah, well, it's it, it goes even beyond that, right? So being agent-centric also means that we work closely with our clients. And I've had several calls like this today is why it's top of mind for me. We work closely with you to find your way in real estate under the guise of who, I mean, really the best way to say it, Tim, is who you really are. I've had a lot of calls where agents say, you know, I've tried to do this and I've tried to do that, and it just doesn't feel like me. It's too far away from the core of who I actually am. You know, we coach people who are nurses and firemen and retired police officers, and, you know, it, it runs the gamut. And some people are naturally very direct sellers, and other people are naturally more on the amiable side. And I think that there has been this element out there that's been perpetuated by different camps, you know, that makes agents think like if you're not just an absolute, you know, hardcore driver prospector, that you're never going to make the money you need to in real estate. And the fact of the matter is only about 8% of the population is naturally like that. So no wonder most of you feel like it's a, you know, round peg going into a square hole and it makes you uncomfortable and you're not doing it because it makes you uncomfortable. 
Now, I'm not saying that we don't sometimes make our clients uncomfortable, forcing you to do things that maybe you don't always feel like doing at a higher level than you've ever, ever done them before. Of course, we push you that way. But we work really hard to help you maintain who you really are and be you talking about real estate, be you being comfortable with real estate. In order for that to occur, you must polish your skills. And that's the standpoint that we come from being agent-centric, not my way or the highway-centric, or our brokerage is the only brokerage in town, don't listen to what anybody else says. Does that make sense, Tim? So I mean, I'm trying to- along those lines, what we're going to tell you guys today is something that in a lot of ways flies in the face of what's being, and the word really is, sold to agents nowadays. This is the time of year when um, you guys are getting inundated. <laughs> you know, it's pretty funny. I, so this whole Zulia thing, you know, Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, all this Mickey Mouse. You guys, if you notice you're getting more phone calls from people trying to sell you buyer leads than ever before, at the same time, Pretty much everybody knows that the days of buying buyer leads and expecting any sort of decent return on investment are long over, and yet you're getting the phone. How many voicemails have you gotten in the past week or calls have you gotten in the past week from these folks that are trying to sell you into buying buyer leads or all these other little pretty shiny objects, you know, the remarketing guys and the, you know, the website guys and the this and the that and the other. So I understand and I appreciate, I have empathy for how absolutely overwhelming and confusing it is. Because you're trying to say, I want a specific direction in my business. I want to accomplish these specific goals. Maybe I don't know what my goals are, but I know I want to improve my lot in life from where I am. And then you're saying, all right, show me how to do it. And then you get an email from some yachts that's trying to sell you this, or you get some letter for this, or you go to some event and they're trying to sell you, you know, that. It's confusing, and it's overwhelming. And the next thing you know, what's happened? And this is what, unfortunately, this really pisses me off, to be honest with you. How many of you guys sign into things with these ridiculously long contracts, six months, 12 months, right, without really knowing what it is that you're buying? You're just buying because you're optimistic, and you're wanting to figure out something, uh, you know, to basically get your business moving. And then you obligate yourself to potentially tens of thousands of dollars and these long-term contracts. You know, here's the bottom line as far as contracts go. If they really had confidence in what they were selling, they would not require you to sign a contract. Think about that. Find a hole in that logic. None exists. If whoever it is that's trying to sell you their whatever it is that they want to sell you won't do it without you signing a one-sided ball-and-chain contract, you have to say, hell no, and you have to hang up the phone or walk out of the room or whatever because that is a surefire sign that they do not know, for, they have a high level of confidence that you will sign up, not like what you get, and then want to cancel. No contracts, ever. So when you get these calls, emails, and whatnot from all these yachts trying to sell you their you know, <laughs> widgets, ask them if they have contracts. Ask them why they have contracts, and then when you hear them flounder or try to change the subject on you so because they really have no real good objection handler for that particular question, then hang up the phone. Say, listen, I'm not willing to do business with anybody that's requiring that I sign a contract. I want to always be in control. As a business owner, this is how you have to think. I want to always be in control of the service providers that I'm subscribing to. And if I can't fire you, Mr. Lead Seller, on a no- moment's notice because I don't like the service that you're providing, then, then I don't want to do business with you. That's the reason why we don't have contracts in our business. We're a coaching organization, the only one in the, in the country that doesn't require contracts, and we never will for the reasons that I just stated. So listen, let's reel this 
rant that Julie and I are on in. The topic of today's radio show is spokes on the wheel. It's a concept that Julie and I created 10 plus years ago that is one of the founding principles of our, of our coaching philosophy, if you will, of how to build a successful real estate practice. And we came about this um, in, you know, this, this concept when we were selling real estate over 10, well, it's more like over 15 years ago now, um, about 15 years ago. And uh, we have found that over the years in you know, coaching and our own businesses, that it's constantly been reinforced. So this is, again, one of the pillars of what we coach you guys to understand um, and again, the concept is spokes on the wheel. So without any further delay, we've got a fairly well-organized presentation for all of you probably today and tomorrow. So Julie? Yes, yeah, so perfect. I'm going to start with just the basic spokes in the wheel analogy, which is uh, if you imagine you're riding a bicycle and you're riding through the park, you just assembled the bicycle yourself and you know you put it together, you think you pretty much had it together, but you had a few parts le left over and you're riding through the park and your front wheel only has one spoke. might be a strong spoke, but you only have one spoke. So you hit a rock in the road at some point. What happens to the bike? Well, generally you're going to wipe out. Okay. So what the concepts in the, uh, of the spokes in the wheel is simply that the more strong spokes you have in the wheel, in this case your lead generation wheel, the less likely you are in your real estate practice, to wipe out, whether that's every now and then or constantly, because you have multiple spokes in your wheel, you've got that stronger wheel going forward. So you're not going to have a problem with those speed bumps. You're not even going to feel them. So instead of thinking that the next thing that you invest in is the latest, greatest savior of your business, you've got to have multiple things going on. So the purpose of today's radio show is to demystify real estate lead generation for you and to expose you to that spokes in the wheel concept. So we're gonna, we usually start with getting you really good at lead follow-up. Now, you, most agents, Tim, don't think about lead follow-up as a spoke or as a pipeline, but I find it's very common. Agents will come to us and, and claim that they have a lead generation problem when, in fact, they have a lead follow-up problem. So that's why one of our first spokes is lead follow-up. So you're making money with what you've already started. Then we teach you to implement next your past client center of influence spoke since all of you have that and everyone needs to work their database in a more profitable way. So that gets you on profitable footing as the basis of your business. Really great relentless lead follow-up and past client center of influence spoke first. Okay, so uh, Tim, what are your thoughts on that? Well, so absolutely. So Julie, specifically in Real Estate Coaching Essentials, which is our core real estate coaching programs, I mean, obviously everything Julie just said. Now, all of this uh, spokes information doesn't mean anything unless you're actually positively doing what we call furiously fast lead follow-up. We've done other radio shows on that, but here's the bottom line. When you get a lead in, you have to call them back as human, fast as humanly possible, a minute or less. A lot of you guys overanalyze how long it takes for or how long you should give it before you follow up with a lead. I know there's whole people that give seminars on an internet lead needs to be followed up this way, or this lead needs to be followed up that way. Let's just forget all of that. It's too confusing. Here's the bottom line. When you get a lead from any source, you call them back immediately. Furiously, fast, Call them back up. immediately. Call them back immediately. I don't care if they did email uh, you. Stop having all these elaborate rules that if they emailed you, you have to email them. No. Call and them stop back. thinking... And again, let's demystify a little bit more. Stop thinking that dropping them into your drip system <laughs> mm -hmm. 
is, is the same thing as actually calling them. It's not. So many of you guys are believing uh, that these passive sort of follow-up systems will somehow get you into the end zone. They won't. Or if they do, it takes you too long. In other words, if you have a thousand people in this long-term drip email system, what makes you think those the same thousand people aren't in ten other realtors' uh, drip mail email systems? The agent who gets the sale is the agent who picks up the phone. That's what's critical, right? So there's uh, the. Go ahead, Julie, with the survival spokes. Okay, so a secret before you do that, if you see a spoke here, a lead generator that you're not familiar with, skeptical about, or haven't had great success with as of yet, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and ask for help. These are the things that we cure through coaching. So everything that we teach absolutely works as long as you implement it the way we teach you. So just had to kind of clear the air on that one, Tim. Then we'll move on to what we call survival spokes. If you are living on the edge financially, and you guys know who you are, you must implement immediately two specific survival spokes. One is the little uh, utilized by most agents, BPOs. Do enough BPOs, those are broker price opinions. Kind of an, for those of you who don't know, it's a, somewhere between a CMA and an appraisal, kind of like an elaborate CMA. So you do enough BPOs per week to pay for your basic monthly overhead. That's your rent or mortgage payment, your car payment, your credit card bills, gas for your car, and food for your family. This usually means about 15 to 25 BPOs per week. Once you have that covered, you're free to move on to building your business again. So then you can delegate your BPOs and keep that business going once you've got at least five listings or 90 days of reserves in the bank, whichever happens first. And Tim, agents get skeptical about BPOs sometimes because it's only $50 or $75 a pop. Well, stop thinking about them uh, in terms of one at a time. Well, let's, Julie, let's make sure we're really... 50, that's real money. Go ahead. Let's be really clear with this point. Not everyone should be doing BPOs. Many of you, I would say a vast majority of the folks that are signing up for coaching, really are, your time is better spent doing other things other than BPOs. This little spoke, remember the spoke on a wheel analogy Julie described for you? This is for the, if you guys are basically needing money now, which is probably about 10% of you, maybe 20% of you, you absolutely positively need money now. One of the greatest and easiest ways to make money now is going to definitely be doing BPOs. You can continue, like one of our um, one of our coaches, Bill Burt, I mean, he's the guy makes, I know he's going to make, I shouldn't say his commission out loud, but it's going to be several million dollars, I'm sure, in commissions. He still does BPOs every single day. It's one of his core spokes. So again, the premise here is there's going to be some basic spokes that everyone should have. And depending on your own financial situation right now, maybe BPOs is one of them, maybe it isn't. So again, you'll have to feel that out, what makes sense. Um, and again, uh, those of you who are top producers and you have teams, here's a little suggestion for you. If you have, like, say, for example, uh, two admins, why don't you start having those two admins do enough BPOs every single day, week, month that you at least cover their personal overhead? Are they really so busy? I know in some cases they are, but for the most part they're not, that they can't churn out one or two BPOs a day for you. That way they are literally paying for themselves opposed to them being an expense. They become a profit center. That's one of the things that we put in place for pretty much all of our top producers during the real estate crash. The idea was that nobody, uh, everyone has to be a, a, a source of revenue. No one can be an expense. And if they're an expense and you can't figure out a way for them to generate revenue, then you get rid of them. Well, you know what? 
the, a lot of agents have carried that philosophy through all the way past the crash, and now as we're in this long-term real estate recovery, they're still using that as their uh, foundational rule of their own real estate practices, so they maintain high profit margins, right? So the b- point of you being in this business isn't to be the top producer, isn't to have your name up on lights. I realize a lot of you, that is your point of being in the business because you want all that attention and you want to feel like you're famous. But for the rest of us, those of us who are business-minded, the idea is so that you can make profit. So again, every the, all the spokes, the core spokes that aren't, should be on everybody's wheel are the ones that are going to be the most profitable and also are going to be the ones that you don't have to buy yeah, again, long-term listeners, you guys know that we do uh, not condone anyone buying buyer leads. And more importantly, we do our best to make it so you guys understand that as listing agents, you never have to buy buyer leads because buyers always call off listings. So learn how to be a listing agent. You have to beat the buyers off with a stick. So Julie, let's right. dig in here. The spokes that every agent should have. Basic, effective, and required of all agents to, uh, to be great at these spokes. And those are? Okay, starting out again with relentless, urgent lead follow-up on all types of leads, new leads, old leads, I don't care what the source was, be relentless with your urgent lead follow-up with the intent to set an appointment. That by itself, Tim, just as a starting point, has increased many of our coaching clients' businesses by 20 to 30% within the first 30 to 60 days. Just that by itself, get great at it because guess what? You got to get good at that as you build spokes anyway, because you're going to have more leads to follow up with. So start with that. Then your past clients, centers of influence, and adopted clients. An adopted client is somebody who bought one of your listings. Yes, they worked with another agent. Statistically, that agent will either not follow up with them ever or not even be in the business in 18 months or possibly both. So past clients, center of influence, adopted clients are your next spoke to systematize, automate, and get serious about I use the example oftentimes if you have 200 people on your list and you call five a day, you will have called your entire list every 60 days. Now, think about that. Where would your business be in 60 or 90 days if you just took that spoke more seriously? Just that alone, in addition to your relentless lead follow-up. Absolutely. So your next one, yeah, I mean, that's and this is one of the most common things, Tim, that you and I hear you know, I know I should clean up my database. I don't really do anything with them. It's a disaster. I don't really have it in one place. I never call them. I don't send them anything. I'm terrible at that. So cure that first before you add on because these are people who know, love, and trust you already. If you could choose, wouldn't you want they, that list, somebody from that list to be your next listing versus someone you don't have a relationship with? So start with so your base clients. Go ahead. Let's, again, this is an area that agents get confused by. Julie, do I need a CRM? Julie, how am I going to organize these people? Blah, 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 right? And then you start thinking that you need some big elaborate system and it gets really overwhelming and expensive. You don't need any of that. So here's a thought for you. One of the best, cheapest, most effective ways to manage your centers of influence and past client lists, and we have no business relationship with these guys, just so everyone's clear, is a company called contactually.com. Just sound spell it, contactually.com. Hearing a lot of great things about them. Now, with that said, uh, six months from now, if there's something that's better that's being offered um, or if there's some you know, other thing that I need to share with you guys about ways to manage your database, then I will. But right now, all of our top producers are using contactually.com or a vast majority of them. Some of you guys are stuck in this legacy cycle with um, top producer you know, as a software program. And if that's working great for you, we'll continue to work it. 
But Contactually seems to be something that's very simple to use. Um, and it's really cool in that it basically will, and I don't want to go into a you know, dissertation on this, but it will go into all the social networks. So if you load in your you know, two or 300 uh, centers of influence folks, it, what Contactually does is it goes behind the scenes and checks to see if those folks have any accounts with Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. So then when you log back into Contactually, it'll actually include all of their up-to-date feed from all those different social sites. So when you're calling Bob Smith and you see that his daughter Susie just won the spelling bee, then that puts you in a position of being able to you know, not just use our script, but also saying, hey, congratulations to Susie. So the conversation has a, uh, quickly turns to the familiar, and then obviously that will help you guys have uh, closer uh, relationships with these folks and then potentially get more business from them as well. And another thing that I am, we're advocates of, again, we don't have business relationships with these guys, but they do a great job, is a company called happygrasshopper.com. Those two things uh, are all you really need for your centers of influence and past clients. Those of you guys just stuck in the paradigm of dropping off pumpkin pies and forget-me-not seeds and all this chachi garbage, uh, it's obsolete. Don't do that anymore. What you need to do is uh, call them every single month using our nice scripts, very simple to use. They'll welcome the phone calls. They'll welcome the phone calls again when you call them the following month. And yes, I'm saying call everyone once a month, but again, using our scripts, they'll, they'll welcome the call. And then hit them with a happy grasshopper email once or twice a month. That's it. That whole system, by the way, that I just described um, is virtually free. I think both those systems together are less than 100 bucks a month. So how about that? You know, so when we are asking you guys to do some basic spokes, uh, I, this is how basic it is. This is how elaborate it needs to be, not very. Next, Jules. Well, and, and Tim, the great thing about those two things are when we talk about systematize and automate, Happy Grasshopper goes out. Once you set it, it's like the infomercial, right? Set it and forget it. It's not right. like Tim dependent. It's not dependent on you feeling like talking to your past clients. It's not dependent on you having great content to create this whiz-bang email yourself every time it's got to go out. It's set it and forget it. It's done for you, which I think from a coaching standpoint, that makes our lives easier, quite frankly, because we don't have to keep on asking you, when was the last time you sent anything, right? It's, it's done for you, and it's cheap, so that's all good. Okay, so another underutilized and super easy, in fact, free spoke to get excellent at is open houses. And I know some of you guys are rolling your eyes right now, oh, open houses, open houses don't work, all these open house excuses. And some of you have heard that at seminars, oh, why would you want to sit in an open house? Well, guess what? It's one of the best places to meet the most well, active but, buyers and listing leads. Go ahead, Tim. But let's drill, let's drill down on that because that, there's a lot of – now, let's, again, I want to be really clear. It's not a universal fit. Open houses do not work the same in every market and do not work the same in every price range. You have to be, do what we call a strategic open house. So don't just throw an open, a house open and get all yeah. fussy Think when you don't get doing. anybody through. Right. So, uh, you know, again, we've done radio shows on open houses before and how you can maximize them. But you've got to pick the right house. You've got to pick the right neighborhood. Try to have it be a single family home, not a condo. Try to avoid neighborhoods with gates. Don't hold a house open that's buried too but far back in a neighborhood that's going to take people There's 20 minutes. There's an art to, to it is find. what you're saying. There's an art to it. Yeah, there is. There's an art to doing open houses. Okay. So here's the thing we know statistically about uh, buyers. First of all, Something, depending on the price range, right, more expensive, what I'm about to say is even more true, um, something like 90% on the upper end, whatever that is in your market, are going to have houses to sell. So when you're meeting a buyer, let's say you're selling in, say, for example, Columbus, Ohio, and that buyer is a local 
uh, you were, met him through an open house. They walked into your open house. It's a $650,000 open house. Um, they're not reloading. You know those folks have a house to sell for, say, four hundred and fifty grand. You just know they do. So there it is. It's not just you meeting a, house, a potential buyer, but it's all you, also you getting a listing. And the way you can bring that into conversation at open houses, I've noticed a lot of the neighbors are coming through. Which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? Right? Don't ask if they have a house to sell. Ask them the way I just scripted you to ask them, and then you're going to have lots of fun conversations that will result in listing appointments. Now, another little caveat with these open houses again is when you're doing these open houses, your goal is to gather all their information and then follow up the same day with a phone call. You'll notice this recurring theme with us is high tech is what's high touch. That's what we coach. High tech nowadays isn't Facebook isn't emailing, isn't complicated lead follow-up systems, isn't all this other stuff that you guys think you have to know. High tech is high touch. That's a phone call. That's a meeting face-to-face. Doing the very work that so many people, agents, don't know how to do, never have learned how to do, and are being told that they don't have to do. When you look at the top producing agents around the country, they're on their phones. They're not relying on emails for lead follow-up. They're not, you know, basically sitting around their office updating their Twitter status. What are those guys doing? They're meeting with people and they're talking with people because that is the direction that the market is going. It's almost like there's a pendulum, if you can visualize that, when it comes to lead generation stuff. The pendulum swung way too far for all this passive stuff. Okay, it just did. And now it's become oversaturated. There's too many people doing the passive stuff. That's the reason it doesn't work anymore or it doesn't work at the same level. Now the pendulum's swinging back, and you know it's swinging back slowly for some of you. I get it. A swing back towards what one would call maybe the old-fashioned stuff or whatever you want to label it as, where you're actually communicating directly with people. When you can do that, while all your competitors are tweeting and Facebooking and you're actually on the phone with that lead, who is it that's going to get that customer? You or them? You, of course. That's the art of selling. That's the art of doing open houses and all these other things we ask you to do. Notice this doesn't cost you any money. So, Julie, what's the next point? All right. So these, and we are actually doing these in a specific order from least expensive and easiest to implement to the more advanced, more skill-required spokes. And why do we do that? Because we believe in making you money quickly, agents who are desperate for their next paycheck or occasionally desperate, where you've got feast and famine going on, which is usually the next iteration of that, are way harder to coach to do the things that require more skill because you're freaking out. You're, you're not really, if you're in that zone, you're not really pre-qualifying. You're just working with whoever, right? So we teach you all of these things along the way. So your core spoke, so far we've said relentless urgent lead follow-up, past clients, center of influence, adopted clients, open houses, buyers, Tim was just talking about, some buyers have listings. And then the last easy spoke to implement is referral fee only internet lead generation sites. These are companies like uh, agentmachine.com where you only pay them when something closes. This is not like a Zillow or something like that where it's an ongoing monthly fee where you're paying for alleged impressions or who knows what's going to happen from day to day. This is you only pay when it closes. So referral fee only internet lead generation sites. That's not going to be enough to uh, drive your business on its own, but it's a really great easy to implement spoke. So secret is this. If you think of your wheel The seven spokes that we've done so far should be your strongest, least expensive, most predictable, and most profitable. 
Every one of you has the ability to do all of the things that we've talked about on this radio show. Minimal expense. Again, you know, it's just a fact. There's not a ton of skill required. There are some specific things that we coach you to do so that you get better results, for example, from your open house. But then you move on to the more exciting spokes, expireds for sale by owners or unrepresented sellers, NODs for some of you, short sales for some of you, for rent by owners. This is what we teach you largely in coaching, things like how to implement and use 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE. These are the more advanced spokes and we like to have our students having some basic income coming in that's predictable before we work on these things that can take a little while for you to get used to doing, for you to maybe overcome some call reluctance, get your scripts and skills, doing some role-playing, polishing your presentation, getting your pre-listing package done. So we start, Tim, with the more basic, easy, inexpensive spokes and then make them more advanced. And we're running out of time, so I think this will probably become a second radio show. Two-parter. We'll, do, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, Julie, I like what you're saying, and it makes sense. So guys, listen, when you're getting the phone calls and the emails and all these other things, remember what we talked about on the top of the radio show. Really decide to be an informed uh, you know, business owner before you subscribe to any of these services, and be okay saying no. You know, If they have contracts, just say no. There it is. There's your rule. Just adopt that rule for yourself. And when you're thinking about your lead generation, think in terms of spokes on the wheel. That's an analogy Julie and I created. So think about it from spokes on the wheel, and obviously we're going to go with the low-hanging fruit, the low-hanging spokes for you. Everyone's different. You know, some people are not going to want to do open houses because their market is rural. That's fine, makes sense. But other people, open houses are going to be a goal. You guys are going to have your own spokes at this on social events. The wheel around the bottom line with your lead generation wheel is that you have to have more than one thing. A lot of you are dependent, too dependent on just over-the-phone prospecting. A lot of you are too dependent on just centers of influence as clients. What if you who are over-the-phone prospector get laryngitis? Well, guess what? You're not going to be getting a lot of phone calls made, are you? That means your business is going to suffer. That's not a real business. That's crazy. You're going to end up putting yourself out of business because you only have one spoke. Centers of influence and past clients. It's kind of well-known at this point that that is, yes, something everyone should be doing, but no, it should not be the only thing you do. Again, there's exceptions. If you're in a marketplace where you've been there forever, where you, don't, you have a high average sale price, and you're only, say, you have 100 people or 200 people in your center of influence and past client um, list, and you only want to sell 10 or 15 houses a year, you know what? You probably only have to work your centers of influence and past clients. We won't know until we're coaching you, until we can decide and design your own business and your own coaching experience around your specific strengths, right? So here's what you do now. Here's your homework. Number one, listen tomorrow. Number two, because we're going to talk about the more interesting things, at least from our perspective tomorrow. And number two, I want to request a free coaching call. And uh, yeah, if you haven't done so, free coaching calls for agents.com. And I have to actually get to a coaching call. Have a fantastic day. And we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.